0: This is the High School Football America podcast for July the 23rd, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability and faster speed than huddle. Plus, GameStrat has awesome customer service along with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. And right now, GameStrat is offering a discount of up to 200 bucks, which means it's cheaper than huddle sideline right now, and they're making it risk-free. If you make the switch now and there isn't a 2020 season your money will roll right into 2021 no risking you can't beat that but you do have to act and you have to do that by july 31st to get a demo go to gamestrat.com or click on the gamestrat banner ad located on every page of highschoolfootballamerica.com all righty, we're heading to Florida, and a good friend of high school football America, Josh Wilson, is on the line because I'm going to use the word mess. <laughs> it's a mess down there. Uh, on Monday, the uh, Florida High School Athletic Association, they uh, decided that uh, the season will start on time and camps will open up on Monday, and that shocked a lot of people. Uh, they said that the season would go on as planned. There were uh, some other things involved, which is teams could opt in or opt out of the postseason, um, and like I said, it's kind of a mess because now today at five o'clock, and that's why we have Josh on the on the line. Uh, the uh, FHSAA is going to meet again and uh while they're not uh going to vote at least that's not on the agenda to uh to uh, go back on what they did on monday they are going to do some things and quite honestly because it is a mess i thought josh wilson would be the greatest guy to come on here and sort it all out for us welcome josh uh,
1: well, well, thanks jeff uh seriously i it really is uh I, I would say it's not only a mess it's a roller coaster ride it's probably mm. if uh i mean what pro- what what's probably the one of the most uh, I would say craziest roller coaster rides in the world. If, if you could think of one, I'm sure that's probably what we're on right now, yeah. or, or a tilt a world or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of these situations where and and it's this is not you know I I've had good relationship with with the with the emergency staff, but right this second, what's going on? I feel like there's been things that maybe could have been done two months ago that mm-hmm. probably would have prevented what we're in now. And this is just a sentiment that I'm hearing from a lot of coaches, athletic directors around the state. And it's coming from more of the metro areas in our rural counties and more of our rural counties are North Florida to the panhandle. But there are, you know, you still have bigger cities in these areas, too. So you have to keep that in mind. And right. a lot of the major metros, especially along the peninsula, along the I-95 quarter, I-75 quarter and along the I-4 quarter, they're all like we can't do this right now. We're not <laughs> ready to go. And, and that's the big thing is that, you know, everybody's like July 27th. We're not going to be ready to go. We're not going to be ready to go. We're not going to be ready to go. And, and Monday night when this, when the first meeting happened, it was a five-hour marathon, so let, let, let's let's you know. You and, missed and, dinner.
0: You missed dinner that night.
1: <laughs> uh, I I got a little bit of dinner, but it was like I, w- I was tweeting like Jeff. I was tweeting like, yeah, I'm getting hungry. I need to get some dinner. Like, yeah, break the ice cream out. And I'm like <laughs> I'm just trying to keep people entertained in a way that you know maybe it's like you know understand that we're all humans here in this situation. You know, and, yeah. and, and, But it, the whole thing is is that no sooner. The vote came. It was it, a. Everybody says a 10-5. It's technically 11-5 vote. So there was five vote. There was five no votes. Mm-hmm. But this is this this plan. But there was a there was a plan that had the FHA had a task force that had met for three weeks before all of this right. had come up with a, a plan that would have created some divisions. It was really confusing for me. So I don't really want to go into the, the details today because it still confuses me how that <laughs> plan came about. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll spare the listeners that the big thing is is that there wasn't really a solid plan you would say on the table and and it just you know they shot it down 16 nothing and then you know they come to this you know you know they were trying to get motions on the floor to come up with some kind of plan which i understand that they need some kind of plan to go forward with but when you're hearing from a lot of coaches and a lot of athletic directors saying, Hey, we're not ready to go. Can you just please push it back by two weeks and see where we're at at that point. Mm-hmm. That's what people were wanting. And here they are, you know, no sooner within the minutes of after the FHA meeting ended, it was like a t- it ended like about 10 o'clock on a, uh, on Monday night, orange County, which is Orlando for, for those who, who, are, who are trying to get a geographical reference, orange County is Orlando for us here in Florida. They, they came out and immediately said everything is postponed until further notice. They were right. like, nope, we're, we're, we're not starting here on the 27th. And then it just started, things started trickling back. You know, this county started rethinking over the last 48 hours. They just started really pushing things back. And now you're, you're seeing most of your major metro areas where you've got to the point of where, go down the Miami-Dade County. They're saying, hey. We might be done with the FHA totally. That's I was going to ask you right that now. question.
0: I mean, is that is is that a threat? Is a, is it just kind of a? Uh, hey, let's see. Not,
1: it, it, no, this is a serious threat. They, 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 it will be an agenda item on their next school, on their next school board meeting wow. on August twelfth. So this is going to be this is the vice chair of the school board, and you know it's been a radical idea for years down there that the South, that South Florida would break away from the Florida high school athletic association. You know, it's always been, you know, just a radical idea. It's always been kind of, you know, talked about, then die off, talked about and then die off. Mm -hmm. But now with all of this, you know, South Florida feels like, Hey, we've been shafted here because, (laughs) you know, I mean, if you look, you look at it, the last year, seven of the eight, some of the eight state champions come from, Right. We're at South Florida, mm-hmm. so you know, you know, and and some people feel like it's it's a slight to them, and 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 that's you know they may see it that way, and it necessarily might not be that way to other people. So it that's that's the it's it, it's a. The sentiments of of the thoughts and feelings going around the state right now is 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 so wide open, and it's it's varies where you're at it. I mean, you, you could be, I mean, I, I, let's just put it this way: you can be in Polk County and feel one way, and be, you know, which is Lakeland, and you can be in Highlands County, which is the county south of them, which is uh, Sebring, and they feel a whole different way because mm-hmm. it's it's the, it's it's where you're at. It's where where the number of cases have been exponentially high compared to those that haven't been and you know, as of this morning, Florida added a whole another ten thousand some cases to the thing, actually. I mean, thing, and we've recorded our highest amount of deaths. So now we're in a situation where, okay, are we really getting our situation under control?
0: Right.
1: And Jeff, the biggest thing is the SMAC report that I think we need to really get That's into. That's
0: what I wanted to get into because I and and folks, uh, I, when I said threat, I put it probably should have said I knew it was a threat. Is <laughs> it a real threat? So I'll clear them up. So it's, it, a, real, it's, it's real a real threat. It's a real threat. <laughs> but but let's go back to what you're talking about the SMAC report because and, and folks, I call Josh all the time where we're back and forth tweeting, texting, and whatever because he really has a handle on this. He has done an awesome job bringing the media together and, and everything you've done in the state of Florida. So I, I know when I call you I get the facts. And I had written something yesterday and I said, hey, Josh, take a look at this. What do you think? And and you said, Jeff, well, it's not really right because I was I was inferring that tonight's vote or, or what could be a vote tonight or the, tonight's meeting would lead to maybe a reversal of what they did on Monday. He said, no, no, but that's but not that's really not that's that's the, the case. It's not,
1: it's not even on the right, right. So hear- explain
0: to people. So because you know what you're talking about, I'm just sitting here from like uh, right. Atlanta, going, "What the heck?"
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and, and uh, you know, the funny thing is, you know, between where I'm at in Gainesville, Atlanta is only six hours, so yeah. let <laughs> we're not even really that far away in terms of, of, of distance. But so talk but, about uh, the smack right. report. The Smack Report had several recommendations. This is going to be item A on the agenda tonight at five o'clock. Which, why the boy, that will be streamed on the FHA YouTube channel. It's F H S A A videos. So you, and they're not doing it through they're, they're they're doing it through Zoom, but they're not letting people register through Zoom to watch through Zoom. So they're just going to stream it through YouTube because there was on YouTube alone they had over four thousand viewers wow. on Monday night. So this is this is definitely you know high interest, high octane. Information that people are trying to listen to, trying to understand. So, the SMAC SMAC is short for Sports Medicine Advisor Committee. This is something that is a that is in our state statutes. This is something that the FHA is required to have by state law. And uh, you know, they it's it's like eight doctors, a chiropractor, a dentist, a, 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 a former retired coach. You know, it, it's it's a committee, and what they recommended was their first recommendation. Actually, before that. And this is available on the FSA.org under the for the meeting agenda. So people can go there and find that. And uh, but this this report, it was about SARS-CoV-2, which is you know, the, the virus that causes COVID-19. So they really went into the technical medical definitions with this report mm-hmm. and trying to explain, okay, this is what's going on, and trying to point out that, you know. Here, here's how the lines have gone for okay, here's the United States, here's Europe, you know with the European Union, here's Canada, here's Japan. here's how things have been going on and you know our trajectory in, in, in terms of the where the US is at right now has not been good. So that's where they're trying to point out. but the first recommendation to come was delay to start a football and girls volleyball until further notice, mm-hmm. which has got some people in an uproar already. Because we're like, we can't do that. We're taking a season away from the kids, mm-hmm. which I understand. And I think for for all of us across the media that cover high school sports, we don't want to see the kids not play. But I think in the name of safety, we're all looking at it. When, when a doctor speaks and when a doctor takes that Hippocratic Oath, which one of the board members, Chris Petrica, had the doctor that presented this, who's Dr. Jennifer Maynard of the well-known Mayo Clinic that only has three campuses in this country,
0: mm-hmm. one
1: of them being in Jacksonville. So, uh, uh, you know, when when you the, the, the read the Hippocratic Oath and have it said, you know, you, I, I think you kind of, you, you take a pause for a moment and you realize, you know, a doctor's not going to sit there and put their career on the line to put this kind of report together and to have it be political. And that's mm-hmm. what some people feel like it's political. And I, I, I in, in my perspective as a media member, when a doctor speaks, you listen because I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. <laughs> a lot of right. us are not doctors. Right. So, and but the, but it came down the latest start of football and girls volleyball until further notice. And they want and, and there's there, but the people are missing the points of reevaluate every two to three weeks. And once schools get open, which schools are pushing their start date opening start dates back by two to three weeks already. So. You know, a lot of schools were gonna start here August 10th. Well, that's not happening. They're they're pushing those dates back further, and some going back to the August, the thirty-first of August. So that's how far back we're we're seeing school districts push back mm-hmm. on opening day. And what they wanna see is a downward trajectory of documented COVID nineteen cases or did a downward trajectory of positive test. As a percentage of total tests, where the you know it's flattening or increasing volumes of tests, where the number, and they really, really like to see a 28-day a, a, a moving period where it's less than five percent positivity using you know in, in using the 7 day moving moving mm-hmm. average of tests so that's what they're wanting to see and right now the state of florida is not seeing that terms of that of that number coming and, down to under 5%
0: and and Josh just so i can get that right when you say they, you're talking about the fhsaa right that's who they you're talking
1: want, they well, they want it. They, they want to see the FSA follow this consideration, that which is what the what the SMAC committee wants to see. They okay. want to see the FHSA follow this. Parta- they want to see them follow every recommendation because all got three it. recommendations that are in this report were ten nothing. There were not. There was no, you know, you know, disagreements among the group. It was it was a unanimous 10-0. This is what we are recommending here. So I mean, when I feel like when you got something that's a unanimous decision coming from a group, I think you really have to take. And listen to that because that's that's like saying, you know, hey, we've got an issue here, and this is what it is. It's an issue, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, and, and, and they want to – and it, uh, one of the other things is require at least two weeks of practice before competition, which is standard anyways right. already as it is. But, you know, once you get to that 28-day period, you know, that, okay, you know, we've hit under 5%, then you can all can go out there, practice, then, and two weeks later, you know, you can have your first game.
0: Or, or it can change. I mean, it's, it, everything right. is fluid. I mean, it's, it's, there's no doubt. Josh Wilson's on the line. Great job he does with uh, Florida high school football. It's uh, FloridaHSfootball.com. Uh, we're talking about a meeting coming up tonight by the state's governing body, uh, looking at the smack report. Uh, as, as we led into that last question, it's, you know, uh, there, there is nothing on the agenda that would say, Hey, we're going to reverse Monday's decision, which says we're going to open camps on the start date of Monday and we're going to go from there regular schedule so what what's your take I mean with it out with it not being on the schedule can it come up for a vote tonight in other words after they go through the smack report can they possibly take it to the point where they go well we're going to revisit what we did Monday
1: yeah they can they can definitely you know make an motion to amend the agenda and put put this on there and say hey we're going to revisit this that's but but until that motion happens right. it's not there at this right. particular point and you know a couple of the other recommendations smack is strongly suggesting is okay you know they want stuff to be consistent with the cdc guidelines and that you know they want all FHA member schools to have covid19 screening procedures in place that includes a standardized subject in, uh, subjective questionnaire and an objective temperature screening they want everybody to basically be on the same page mm-hmm. but by leaving it in the, the district's hands districts each district could have a different set of guidelines that could be very and, and that could cause you know what people were what they're seeing is that that could cause problems because you could cross county lines to play a game and like the, the, this county's following this set and, and you know your county's following a different set of rules so mm-hmm. it, that, that, that's what they're trying to get i guess hint at it's like hey we need to all be on the same page with this. And then another thing is prior to any participation, all student athletes should just uh, complete a COVID-19 specific consent to participate in right. waiver, acknowledging the risk, no one potentially unknown of COVID-19 virus, which they recommend they officially creates this waiver. And the, you know, it'd be a similar form that they, they already uses that is already there. So it, it's, all of this comes down to Jeff. It, there, there's a lot of, you know, there is misinformation out there. Don't 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 really get me wrong about that. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of folks are like. We still don't know a lot about this virus. We still don't know what it can do. The, you know, I, when people say it's a, it's, a, it's like a flu, I, I I, would, ha- I, I, my, my, my thought is I tend to disagree with it. This is not, you know, flu, you know, flu happens every year. We know. We get that. But this virus, we don't know what the damaging effects are. And, you know, they've already said one, one, one in three of school-aged children in this state are testing positive. So that's, that's a number there. That's Flying.
0: Yeah, you know, I want to ask you something, and, and I, I would love to have the time to do this, and I'm sure we could kind of rally all of our friends around the country that do what we do to figure it out. And the, the question is this that was posed to me. Do we know since practices ramped back up? And of course, uh, I think the only state that had true contact may have been Illinois for a couple of days. So, you know, we've all been doing the social distancing, all the safe things. But what, what, are, the, what are the numbers in Florida that you've Heard or seen because you know every so often you'll see a story, right? You're searching the internet like I do for national news, right. and you'll see, oh, uh, a kid in Illinois uh, tested positive. You know, a football player. I'm talking football well, we players had, well, now. Did well, we what, what's it like down there?
1: Well, we had one situation here at a, at a school. Uh, I mean, at a, at a school in Central Florida. <laughs> Where they were doing the the group, and it mentions Tavares High School down in in, in uh, Lake County, which is just north of Orlando. They had a situation where they were doing the social distancing with the workouts outside, but Mother Nature snuck up with the typical Florida summer thunderstorms that we get here. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everybody had to huddle into the field house, which then turns out two players tested positive putting 33 players total on quarantine and five mm. coaches okay. so we've got those situations going on and i and the biggest thing jeff is i haven't heard really much of people discussing this is that you know during the fall especially during our first 5 6 weeks of the season thunderstorms are always a big issue in and terms what, what of about that word point. hurricane <laughs> that that was that was another one i was getting to and we're already what up to the g name storm of the season and we're only we're, we're only we're only we're not even to the end of july yet and we're about ready to probably have the h name storm that's going to form in the gulf of mexico so you know if we're already up to H, what does that say that when we get to August, which is usually the typical peak of hurricane season, what's going to happen? Yeah, you know, August, September, right around there, that stretch, that is usually the worst time, and and you know, and Florida always a bullseye every year. I don't care if it's going to be an active season or not; it, we're, we're the bullseye no matter what. This is a part of living in in the tropics, mm-hmm. you know. It, 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 that's the biggest two things and, and, and I don't really hear much discussion about that and I feel like there needs to be more discussion especially what do you do if you're going to play and all of a sudden a thunderstorm shows up what are you going to do are you throwing the kids on the bus or are you taking them to a safe building now that's part of the uh, this uh, plan that's sitting here that's on the, on the agenda tonight and it's a return to participation guide and Jeff to see some of this I feel like to, looking at this, this return to participation guide that's being put on the Agenda for consideration. Mm -hmm. I feel like that should have been on the agenda Monday night, not now. Because yeah. I, I, that, that's, if, this, if you were serious about this, this would have been something that you would have been in discussion
0: about way before now. Henceforth, the word mess that I used at the top. Yes. I wasn't being disrespectful. There's there's a lot of messes, but it doesn't seem to be as bad in some other states. Let me ask you this. Um, uh, you know, and I think you and I talked about this offline the, the follow the leader mentality, right? Uh, so California's moved to January, right? Um, uh, New Mexico has gone to the spring. Virginia has gone to the spring. Some states around you, uh, Georgia, we looked like we were going to go full bore right on time. That's changed two weeks back, but a full season. Alabama today, a little bit later today, is going to say, yep, we're definitely going as planned. So what's the, the, the follow the leader mentality buzz in Florida? In other words, do you think Florida is even looking at some of these other states? And and if they are, do you think it's, it's bending them one way or the other? Because the great thing about living in the tropics, you can play year round. If you need to. So just right. kind of a lot of stuff in there. I, well, just take I, I, a shot I, I, at it.
1: Well, the follow-the-leader mentality has been kind of, you know, at the state level, the FHA stance has always been, oh, we're following the lead of our governor and the Florida Department of Education. I, I In, in Sometimes, you know, and my thought process is that sometimes you have to step out and step outside the box and say, OK, you know, you all may want to open schools, but is it necessarily safe to be having athletic contests to start mm-hmm. with? And that's what a lot of school leaders are saying. And, and a lot of school leaders basically told, you know, have, have have repeated the same thing over and over. And coaches have said, we just want to see guidance from the FHA. Just, we just want to see leadership. That's what they've expressed Know, I'm not going to sit here and judge the FHA based on you know, Okay, the, you know, have they been leading or not? But that's what the coaches and you know, the coaches have saying. That's what school leaders, superintendents have been saying. I think when you're saying that, you, you kind of have to really take that to heart and realize if you know, are you giving them enough information to tell them what's going on? Even a one-page weekly update probably would have been better than nothing. Is mm-hmm. what people are saying. You know, yeah. that's that's all. It, it's it comes down to it, Jeff. That you know, they just want they just want guidance. They just want to see information. They just want to see, you know, we're all in trying times. We are all struggling. They want leadership.
0: They want, that's the
1: word. They want leadership leadership. and, and, and they feel like the FHA has not provided that. And that's what they're feeling right now. And I feel like when, you know, if if you remember schools and your member school coaches are saying that you need to, you just need to take, maybe take a step back and just realize, Hey, maybe, We need to listen to that. That, Those are your constituents. Yeah. And here's the thing. You lose your constituents. You may never get them back. Yeah.
0: Well, what about not, the, not, not, yeah? What about the coaches though? Let's go from the other standpoint on on the on the movable season, right? And I talk, spent a lot of time over the last two days talking to coaches in California. I mean, they 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 think it's odd to say their first game's January eighth, but they're like, well, at least we can say there's a game on January the eighth. Where, where do your coaches stand on on flipping si- the season? And, and I'm not talking about flipping baseball and you know all of that. That that makes it a bigger mess. But how do the coaches feel in general about moving the season to a January starter, even a spring start.
1: You know, some coaches have raised that, and, and and you know that idea was brought up in the task force about okay, let's move the sports seasons around. Let's put the lower risk sports in the fall. You know, which would include some spring sports, but they were afraid all oh, the double whammy that spring took. You know, it would put them in a double whammy there. And I get it, but you know, and and, and I, I to be honest with you, Jeff, I feel like and this is this is the, this is just coming from our perspective of covering high school sports in general is that they come the, the all high school sports for this cap, for this school year everybody's going to need to make make some concessions mm-hmm. somewhere you you're not going to be able to have the full season that you want or have the participation you may want to have and yeah. you know I know it's not, in a lot of our smaller schools yes they do share athletes across multiple sports but I think as, as other I've seen other states say, you know, it's going to come down to a hard decision of what sport do you want to do right now? Just because we're trying to accommodate everybody, it's going to be hard decisions. And people and I think the biggest thing is that, one, people are afraid to change Two, people don't want to make a hard decision. And sometimes those hard decisions are not, you know, those hard decisions are never easy.
0: No, and and, and, and and oh, by the way, they're not easy under normal circumstances, but being political about it, it makes it that much tougher for people to make decisions because they don't want to be kind of put into whatever pigeonhole that puts them into. I think that's right. one of the things. Hey, what, one other thing before I let you go here, because um, it, it came up out of Monday, so let's assume, you know, nothing changes and Monday is the way the state's going to go, right, until uh, further notice, uh, it was interesting and I know you say you didn't want to go into the the groupings and all that, but state series was something that was thrown out there and I was right. just curious sure. what that uh, I mean because you know all states are saying okay, we're going to have a shortened season, no playoffs. We're going to have a regular size season, full playoffs. We're not going to do championships, but we'll do sectionals. So what the heck is a state series in Florida for the people out
1: there? Well, state well well state series is our is our playoffs. Okay. Okay. And that's so that's what they call it. That's that that's how they that's how they list in, in terms of the terminology in and, and the FHA handbook. It's a state series. And this is where the FHA makes most of their money is through the state series. Yeah. So, you know, and, and this is how they operate. Well, you know, and, and uh, you know, as, as a lot of thing that the, the counties, you know, and uh, interesting enough, I, I just had a coach, so while we're sitting here talking, messaged me what this coalition, especially like Central Florida is going to be because Osceola County, which is just the, the county south of Orlando, which is part of where we're where part of Disney World sits at as well. You know, mm-hmm. Disney World spans two counties. And for those who are trying to understand the geography here, I just got thing about what this coalition is called, the Central Florida Coalition. And it's actually, it's more than just Central Florida itself. It's the west part of Central Florida, Central Florida itself, and, uh, it's really interesting is that they're going to have a south region, a north region that consists of the of the different counties. And it's 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 there's a there's a total seven counties in the mix of this. And Osceola said, you know, football, football and volleyball, we're not participating in the state series this year, you know, because we're not going to let you all start practicing until the earliest on the 7th of September. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, you, when you start to lose a lot of your big counties that where your majority of the FHA membership lies, it's going to be impossible for them to even think about having a state series with what member schools you might have left sitting there. And, in the, and the biggest thing is, and I, and I hear this from people is if the schools re actually go forth, which there is a section in the state statutes that, uh, in our state statutes here in Florida that allows public schools to resign their members, to to be members of a different association. It basically, technically, it kind of allows them to resign in a way, the way I'm reading it, the way I'm interpreting it. It, it, You know, if you start to lose these schools, they may never come back. And you've got to be able to bridge that gap somewhere. And I think that's what people hope that this meeting tonight will bridge that gap, Mm -hmm. because if it doesn't, I think the mess will just be tenfold after And that's not what people in the state really want right now. And I don't think that's what the state of Florida really wants to be looking like in the eyes of the country right now.
0: Well, and it, and it could go the way of California, which has an overall governing body, the CIF, but then it has 10 sections, and the sections really have more of the power, if you will, like the southern section where I lived out right. there for six years. You know, that they they that was the tail that wagged the dogs. I mean, it's possible you could go there. Well, Josh, I, I appreciate you taking a, taking the time to swing at this. We'll be uh, following you tonight on, on Twitter and retweeting you as you uh, try and eat and uh, have a little dessert, get some more ice cream before
1: yet <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I will try. I will try my best, and because, cause to be honest with you, Jeff, it was like it was going around and so I felt like it was going around in circles, and it was just like, okay, well, you know. I, and sometimes, it's, I, sometimes, I, stuff is flying. And it's like you know. And I look, I look at my other media colleagues, and it's like we're all trying to help each other out, right? Yeah. trying and, to get this information out there because it's really at the end of the day, it's, uh, it, it's, it comes down to just making sure that we know what's going on and trying to keep our head on, uh, head on straight, and maybe on a swivel at the same time.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, I watch it for. I don't know, maybe 30, 35 minutes at the beginning. And it, it was kind of like the old Peanuts cartoon, right? The womp, 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 womp. And that's not basting, bashing the officials. I'm just saying it got a little dry. And then I, I figured I'd watch you. That was easier. I just read your tweets. So, Josh, thanks so much for taking yep. the time. Folks, Appreciate ha- it, Jeff. Yeah, folks, uh, seriously, if you're uh, you know a, a former resident of Florida or you're living in Florida listening to us, Josh is the guy to follow. Uh, it's Florida H hsfootball.com you can follow him on twitter he is very active and and you know josh the one thing you said and i want to compliment you on this again that i said at the beginning you have played a critical role in in helping the media kind of come together as it relates to covering the sport so uh you know congratulations on that and all of your colleagues down there doing the job to promote the kids the coaches the schools and the communities
1: appreciate it jeff and uh, again flahs football is where they can find all the hot tweets tonight
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right man we'll talk to you soon I appreciate it. And again, that meeting uh, in Florida starts at 5 o'clock Eastern Time. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by the great new app, Small Player Big Play, which is an age-appropriate sports-focused social media platform that helps showcase young athletes around the country, uh, gets them to interact with their friends, the parents, and their coaches on the uh, Small Player Big Play app. Young athletes get the ability to utilize the app and share their interests and accomplishments in a very safe and highly secure media, social media environment. It uh, features live streaming, it gives a game day highlight options, and the best part that I like is lucrative fundraising opportunities for your school and your team. You can download the Small Player Big Play app on Google Play and the Apple App Store, and you can also just go to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com and click on the banner ad, which will take you to the page where you're able to download the app. It is great! Small Player Big Play. That's going to do it for today. You've You've been listening to the High School Football America podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher.